episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. Uh, my name is Evan, uh, the other co-host of this show. Nick has been kind of taking a back seat lately as he is uh, moving houses and moving countries. He's escaping. Stop moving countries. So, well, you know, I was trying to just be honest with our viewers, but here we are. Um, with me today is Logan of the Build Bros, which both of our podcasts, right, are on the Spawn Camp Network. Can you go check them out? What'd you say? Conjoined? Yeah, like yeah. twins. <laughs> yeah, conjoined. Except it's like hip. all a mangled mess. It's like something yeah, from scorn. It's like it's like the thing for, it's like the thing, you know? It's like the it's thing. Ho- yeah, it's exactly. hodgepodge of just stuff. Just <laughs> awful nasty things. Uh anyway, <laughs> uh this podcast is also sponsored by Final Boss and Doc Long. You be sure to check them out on Instagram for new drops that are coming out as well. That should be pretty sweet. I think Nick got me a Max Payne shirt. And Wait, I think what is some stuff you sweet? I think it's at Matt's house. I don't. I think he gave it to me, and then we had a party there, and I completely forgot it. So I gotta go pick it up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Logan, would you like to to plug your your podcast and your uh, social? Well, sure. Uh, so yeah, my social is for me just personally zealoushanger.us on Instagram, um, and our podcast is Build Bros, which is all things anime and model related, <laughs> as well as just other nerdy stuff. Um, for our handle for Instagram, it's buildbros underscore us, and then of course our postings in our audio and our podcast is all on the same stuff that the Spawn Camp and WASD podcast is on. So you can find us on all of those platforms as well. Um, our sponsors are Leaping Panda Hobbies, which you can find our discount code is buildbros four, um, and they have some great model stuff over there. And then similar to Doc Longy and some of um. WASD's podcasts and sponsorships. We have Usagi Boots, which is coming out with really cool anime and uh, old school TV show style merchandise. Um, and I think he has a new drop coming soon. I forget exactly what it is. It's an anime and I haven't watched it, but it looks really cool. I like his artwork and his style. So you can find nice. him on Instagram at Usagi Boots as well. Yeah, got to be sure to check that stuff out. Uh, part of the Spawn Camp Network as well is... Uh... OBO, Objectively Bad Opinions, which is kind of like where anybody from the, the other three shows uh, kind of come oh, together. As well as Diggity. I said three. Oh, I didn't know you brought Diggity. Uh, three, three was meant to be Diggity. Oh, yeah. And um, Broby. You can't forget about yeah, Broby. Yeah, Broby and Jeff. Um, they are sponsored by Manscaped, so be sure to check them out and uh, 
find their code. I'm not going to tell you because you have to listen to it so that way they can get it. Oh, I should have done that because Copley, the way he does, he's so smart. He tells everyone that there's a Leaping Panda uh, sponsor code somewhere code, but the code's at the end of the video somewhere. Oh, so. gotcha. Yeah, I should have done that. Yeah. Everyone, go back to the video, ignore my <laughs> code, and I'll say it again later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so then, now that that's out of the way, uh, what have you been playing? What have you been doing? Oh, I've actually been playing some different stuff. I've abandoned Rocket League. I went back to it for the past two days, but haven't been playing it as often. Um, all day today, I played Settlement Survivor, which is just like a settlement game uh, that I downloaded like a year ago. I was like, all right, maybe I'll finally play it. I also finally nice. downloaded after grinding Evo to its core and to the point where there's basically no player base anymore. I have now joined the Overwatch community. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> it's your community. I'm a part of you now. Uh, yeah, I know. And I, I hate it here. I don't know why I'm here. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm glad that you started playing. I, I did play a couple games the other day, and I, I think we had a, a decent time. You played a little bit more than I did that day. I know you said you played, what, seven games? Yeah, and then I played three yesterday. Um, yesterday was definitely rough, and then they were all losses. Um, just like... Just comes down to unfortunately you have to have a team that has full comms, so it's just Noah and yeah. I. Noah's doing just fine, and we're working together, but everyone else is kind of off doing their own goddamn thing. <laughs> right. I enjoy hey, it though. I'm excited to play with a full squad. I think that's oh yeah have the most fun. We have the comms in the Discord, which shout out to our Discord. Yes, definitely. Please come. Uh, you can find that uh, Discord link on any of the socials for Spawn Camp, WASD, Diggity, Bill Bros, OBO. You can find it in any of those link trees. So be sure to find it and join and hang out, play some games, play some Overwatch with us, play some, uh, give us your thoughts on new games that you've been playing, like COD or uh, some other titles, one that will be mentioned a little bit later in the episode. Um, going back to Overwatch, though, who have you, who have you enjoyed playing? I'm curious. Um, I thought I would like Reaper the most, and I definitely like Reaper, but one that I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that I do really like is Orisa. I think she's really cool, and um, has really cool abilities. I understand now, you know, coming from you guys in the sense of coming over from Overwatch to Evo, why there was some, some flaws in Evo and some pros as well that you like that are different from Overwatch, and the pacing is definitely different, but I enjoy it. I actually... very quick. I would almost argue that the combat itself in Overwatch is faster, but the movement in Evo is faster because everyone has a dash and everyone has essentially a sprint versus characters in Overwatch, which may have that a sprint have or a hard lock at just their walking speed. Yeah. So like the, the, but the only bonus is, is Overwatch has much better map design. So you never feel like, you're lugging oh, yeah. behind and it's taking forever to get somewhere. Like even with the sprint in Evo, I'm like, please, why am I running half a mile so, just to yeah. get to point? Like this is out ridiculous. of breath by the time you get there. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like the it's gameplay like, is a lot faster and fluid because of that in Overwatch, but I think the actual physical movement speed is faster in Evo. So I can see why moving sure. to Evo gets funky feeling and like feels off to you. I like both. I think I'll like Evo or Overwatch more once I play with, the boys and there's time for everyone to hop on 
Oh, yeah. And I mean, we're going to have that sometime this weekend, I'm sure, because I'll be playing. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I'll want to get in with everybody on that. And I think it sucks, too, because crazy. characters are locked for like new people. So I can't like test everything out yet. I can That's only true. test stuff out as it unlocks. So I played Junkrat last night. That was pretty fun. I did pretty decent with him or two nights ago. No, last night. Garbage. <laughs> Dude, um, I just I I hate him. I, I I don't think you were there the other day. I was playing with Goodnick and we were playing, and I was just so annoyed with this other Junkrat on the other team. Not because we were losing, but just because he was annoying as hell. Like I just didn't like him, and I was just I was I was getting really like not mad mad at the game, but I was definitely giving a lot of crap to to Junkrat players. And Goodnick just like just subtly switched to Junkrat and he's like, well, I'm going to play him. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Yeah. Let me no, I mean, I, I joined as him and I played him for like four seconds in F1 to look at his, his abilities and stuff. And I immediately realized that he, he is not a front man. He is not there to, to get kills. He is simply there behind everyone else, just harassing the shit out of you and ticking right. off damage to let everyone else wipe you. And he just becomes a nuisance. It's like GM Definitely. sniper almost. Like they can get headshots with a with really big annoyance is when they just keep getting body shots and nerfing your health, and then everyone on the front line just wipes you. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I think that he's he's an interesting character. I don't particularly play him. I I think I would give him a try uh, just to do something new, especially because of those challenges. Now you have to do something. Uh, yeah. So you have to play as certain characters to get that XP, and that's that's pretty important. Um, I think the only thing I'm okay with with that is because I think it'd be a little bit overwhelming for me and maybe new players oh, yeah. to have everyone unlocked all at once, and then be like, "What the hell do I play?" So it kind of forced me to choose some people to like understand the gameplay, and then once I unlock the right. more advanced characters, I'll feel confident enough to try them where I'm not on the field. Like what? Right. No, definitely. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I really like it, and I'm glad that you've started to play it and, and really get into it. Um, Hell yeah. And and I know, yeah, there's been, I mean, hilariously, right? I mean, Matt, as an example, was not a particular fan of Overwatch 1, but now whenever we kind of bring it up, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll play. Yeah, like, I'll play a couple rounds. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll he's play for a bit. He's the last man yeah. there. <laughs> right, yeah. And then, and then, like, obviously you have Noah and Alex who play pretty frequently and then you can get some of the other guys as well that, that and i'd say in. you and nick also played when everyone else is wanting to play you're ready to go i'm definitely a, a fan of playing with everybody because it seems that whenever i play by myself i s tend to get my ass handed to me i understand um, and i feel and like i'm not completely. sure like but i'm also on, on the, in agreement with you when it's like it's a lot better and a lot more fun to play with a full team you know with with <laughs> four other of your buddies that that all have comms and all know their not know their role as in they're locked into it but it's like if if you and i are playing with with let's say noah copley and matt and you want to switch to somebody else right there's going to be one of us that kind of knows how to pick up the slack if you if you want to drop and choose somebody else right 100 percent. if you're playing with four randoms and you switch to like a, a, you know accommodate and now your left you know your position is empty um, say as like another DPS or whatever, right? You might not have a certain character that or a certain player that's going to want to fill it. They're going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to keep playing what I'm playing," even though they, even though it's a losing battle. And uh, yeah, and that's I think a big, a really crucial part in Overwatch opposed to Evo because Evo is so non. There's classes, but they're so non heavily focused on gameplay per se that if someone keeps switching through characters, as long as you're doing well from the start, the other people can stay who they are. 
But if you have someone in Overwatch switch, that completely changes the balance of your team and you have to adapt immediately to it. Now, sometimes, you know, to your point, if you're with a full squad and they want to change to something, you might not need to change because what they're changing to still works. But when you're with randoms and they're just doing whatever the hell they want, it's like, oh shit, he just changed to Junkrat. Now what? We don't have a healer. Like, <laughs> what the what? fuck is going on? Now, now, <laughs> now what? Now what do I alt for? Or... Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a wild game, and I'm 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 excited for us to really get into it tomorrow and Saturday. It's gonna be a oh, lot of fun. Yeah. Except for when I will be playing God of War Ragnarok, which is our topic of uh, uh for today for the episode. Um, I haven't played it. I, I have it downloaded right now. Nick has played it. He played it a little bit of it yesterday. He's he really enjoyed it. it. Correct. He is no. He's not finished it. He's only okay. played like I think three hours. Maybe he was on last night for a while playing it. So I don't know if he was just going full psycho mode. And was like I'm just gonna bust this out. <laughs> yeah. So he's doing that, and he's enjoying. He's enjoyed it. He's really had a, had a a wonderful time playing it. Um, Good. I have, like I just said, I, I have not yet, but I'm excited to really dig into it. You did not play 2018, or and you have not, and I'm guessing will not play this one. Uh, probably not. Maybe I actually, when it comes to PC. Yeah, I, I was about to say I actually logged on to Steam today and I saw uh, the 2018 one up, and I was like, ooh, I might buy that in the yeah. future because, of course, it was currently sixty dollars. But I would buy right. a game for like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I tried playing I tried playing 2018 on numerous occasions on on a PlayStation 4 Pro and a PS5 when it when it was uh launched again for that and we were able to do it and I could never get into it and then it came to PC I bought it and I finished it within like maybe 3 or 4 days. I finished the story within like I think 3 or 4 days and then I had like an extra day where I uh, an extra couple hours, not even a full day where I went beat the Queen Valkyrie which is like a really difficult boss fight um but a, a ton of fun and i'm excited for this you know i've I've only seen the the trailers that the game like the studio themselves has released, released. Mm-hmm. um yeah i've only seen those uh i know just the basics i, I know everything from the from the first game in terms of uh what's going to happen and like what's to come and like what's the story going to be um but you know and and in timing with this episode, right? There's already been plenty of reviews that have been out and every single one of them I've seen has been a 10 out of 10. You know, it's been massively, uh, smash. Yeah. It's been a massive success and, uh, not sure obviously on official numbers yet for, for how many people purchased and all that kind of stuff. As far as I know, I mean, it's only been a day since the game has, has really been out. Um, or technically, I mean, yeah, it dropped Tuesday night at midnight, Wednesday. um, but I mean, in terms of reviews and, and what people have been thinking, they've been very impressed, uh, better than the the first one, better than 2018. Um, and oh, I think that okay. that's I think that that's, uh, you know, they they had such a good game in that first one. And the only negative I think I could even really draw from it was that the combat towards the middle slash end started to get really repetitive. Um you know, once you learned your skills and once you learned everything like that, you kind of just knew what to do when it came to certain enemies and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And and with this, I, I mean, I'm sure that in terms of that, right, I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to build on and make it more interesting for another game. And they already had such a great story with the first one that, you know, 
that that's I guess a bigger success, right? Is that we had no idea really where they were going to go because they've essentially rewritten Norse history in a re- yeah. in, in some kind of taking their own take on it for sure. It's not a hundred percent accurate. But yeah, I feel like so, when he was, you know, up in the first two or the first three games, like they were kind of twisting it a little bit as well. So I feel yeah, like that's definitely. Just kind of their their jam, their thing, which is cool. It's kind of similar to um almost like that Assassin's Creed style where they're taking that very significant historical lore, but they're just tweaking it a little bit to fit their plot line. Definitely. And I think that they I think that they're doing it right now in such a great way that the original Assassin's Creed games did, right? Like three was a huge one for me because it blended I one a time period that I really enjoy. I like the the Revolutionary War uh in the United States and all that stuff. I thought I think it's interesting. Um and and then you have that, you know, added little thing of it is, you know, you are playing in, in a in a very, you know, I guess when you could say maybe that Assassin's Creed was a bit more I don't want to say ballsy, but like a little bit more, you know, ready to kind of They were a little bit more it. straightforward about it. Like they yeah. were blatantly like this takes place during historical times. This has been altered and tweaked. You know what I mean? Like you see that 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 air or that message come up all the time in like Unity and like the third Assassin's Creed and, like and, and all of one to yeah. Brotherhood Revelation. Like whenever yeah. you're at, exiting the Animus, all they talk about is the history and the lore and how these are how these are facts and stuff. So like, yeah, God of War isn't like, so straightforward, but it is storytelling that relates to Norse history. Yeah, and 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 I like how they've kind of turned it on its head and, and have kept everybody guessing. And I think that's the bigger success for them is they've they've been able to do that, and then also have the story that they've made and people still going, no, 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 this isn't this is incredibly awesome in terms of how it builds onto this first one. I love some of the cast members. Could have right? backfired. Obviously. Yeah, it could have absolutely. It could have extreme. It could have been completely a, a one eighty on it. the fucking game. Could have been, yeah, something completely different that wasn't good, and now they've they've I mean blown it out of the water from from everything I've heard as much as I I can without you know seeing anything really specific because I don't want to know anything. Evil, hear no evil, see no Ragnarok. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to see any Ragnarok. Um, and I think that that's also something too, right? Is is some people uh I would say know right about like what Ragnarok is. And it's not the first. I mean, Jesus, it's been only not even five years since there was a movie that, you know, mentioned Ragnarok with Thor. Right. Granted, completely different. The famous TV show Vikings. I mean, the main character, although he died, was Ragnarok. Okay, I I did not see it. So I I couldn't. Oh, I actually might show you that later. Like a trailer. It's actually a really good TV show. You might like it. Similar to Game of Thrones, but just kind of the Viking territories and how they expanded and conquered their lands over time. Which is yeah, infinitely more interesting than Game of Thrones. Sorry, um, <laughs> I watched that show uh, through eight seasons in, in a month, and I was uh, I liked it, um, but I think that they just uh, really didn't. Towards the end, it, it just dropped. You know, I, I liked yeah. the ending. Don't get me wrong, because I always like seeing the good guys win. But uh, I can see why people were upset when you know you wait ten years for it and then you get that. <laughs> um, but with with God of War, right, I, I think that that's, uh, you know, I'm excited to see Ragnarok told again from this different perspective, right? Like in, in Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok is, is, you know, not specifically a character, but, you know, it's basically told right at the beginning. Look at the guy who's going to do it, you know, yeah. and you know who he is. And it's all about just seeing what happens 
after, but then he, again, he's really not the main bad guy. It's it's Thor's sister, I think, Hela. So it, it's you know just this little thing mentioned, you know, just because it's yeah, I'd say cool from a you know perspective of watching it. You know, it's actiony, it's it's devastating, it's you know this epic destruction, right? It's like so a, it's, it's turn your brain off and watch it and enjoy yeah. the action, but like. Not in the sense that it's useless to pay attention to, but if you just do it that way, it's more enjoyable. Right. And and with this, right, I am so excited to see how Ragnarok, the actual ending of the gods, plays out. And I've seen it in the trailers. You know, I've seen I've I've heard Odin's voice played by the magnificent Richard Schiff of the Good Doctor and West Wing fame. Definitely one of my biggest uh like one of my favorite actors of all time. Actually, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I know that Nick does, and I, I, I've told a couple other people. Uh, I think for Father's Day a couple of years ago, I actually got a cameo of of uh, him talking for my dad uh, for oh, wishing sick. to wish him a happy yeah, I wish him a happy Father's Day. So there's a little bit more, you know, into it right there. You know, I, I already, you know, he's I mean, he, yeah, he I, called I, my I dad. Hope you'd he, like the character that you paid money uh, to do a cameo. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> right? I, absolutely, I did. I mean, he called my dad Big Neil. It was pretty hilarious. Oh my um, god, that's amazing. But he, you know, he's he's just a, an awesome dude, right? So to, when I heard, uh, I think that he announced it last year. He mentioned it that he was playing Odin. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! Because uh, a couple people, you, know you have are, to do now, right? What do I have to do for your dad's next cameo? birthday? Have him do a cameo in Odin's voice. He doesn't do a different voice for Odin. He does. Oh, just he his just normal. does his straight. I didn't know if he altered it at all to get that like super uh, deep. Like that's what I'm imagining. That's super. Deep so here's the thing, though, and this is a this this is another thing that that's kind of interesting, is they portray these these Norse characters fairly accurately. Like Thor, sure. Thor from his you know character art is a big kind of potbelly guy. You know, he is with red hair to the Hercules design that they did in the old games. Is he? Yeah. Hercules. I I mean, mean, Thor is not nearly as ripped, though. Yeah. Well, Hercules Hercules is kind of like unreasonably sized and like an ungodly looking human. But he's that same body style that like hulking mass. Yeah. I mean, Thor, Thor looks Thor looks, I mean, around same height or shorter than Kratos. Have they shown anything more of Thor besides that last cutscene at the end of the last game? No, yes, they did show a little bit of a fight scene between him and Kratos when uh, they actually throw Kratos throws his axe and Thor throws Mjolnir and they like Collide. they don't I don't I, I can't remember if they hit each other or if just from the power of them they actually just are suspended in the air from all the power they both give off the energy. Um, and then it kind of explodes and I think cuts to black. I don't again, the, even now, right? I don't really remember it very well. I only watched it a couple of times. Um, only like 40 times where I don't remember that well. Chill. <laughs> exactly. He's um, like, shit, shit. Be cool. Be cool. Um, but with Odin, right? Like I, we haven't seen anything of Odin so far. I, I haven't anyway with the trailers. I think there is something you see uh, that is him. But he's it's completely like blacked out, right? You can't see. You only see a silhouette. It's like but the, the but Lego, the silhouette is Lego he's short. Minecraft unlockable type shit. Like, yeah, right. Out. Exactly. Like yeah, basically, right. You can't see any detail. But he's he's not short in the sense of like he's very tiny. But he's he's probably like my height, right? Like probably five eight. Which I mean, Kratos is what you know, probably seven foot tall, if that. You know, probably tall. Oh, so that's gonna be a pretty cool 
battle and like fight scenes and stuff and interesting to see how they make him look extremely up. powerful while also yeah, looking Kratos is like Kratos is like seven dwarf, foot eight. but like you would expect him to be massive and like yeah just well like so Kratos son. Kratos is seven foot eight so going off of that I'd say he's close he's probably five ten maybe six foot you know like who knows but he judging from just the way his character was situated like silhouetted uh, you know, he's like he looks like this frail, bald old man, which is exactly who he's supposed to be. He's not supposed to be this this towering mass of, of just, you know, craziness. But they also lead in with that from the first game uh, of all Odin cares about is controlling destiny and controlling history, controlling the future. So he's because he's so un ungodly, pun intended, paranoid that his entire goal throughout his life is to control, you know, cause they, they know like in these books, right? Here's what this says. Here's what this says. So he wants to change that, you know? Um, yeah, no, I definitely like, cause like from what I could tell, at least from watching the, cause I was, as you know, I didn't play the last game, but I watched a lot of playthroughs of it and he definitely has that paranoid feeling of that yeah. ungodly power and like how to wield it. But then I like how it kind of throws that secondary wrench into the works where now he has to deal with his son who doesn't understand his powers while he knows kind of what powers he can hold and knows how dangerous he ha- his son is and how he has to deal with that. <laughs> so it's like, right. I like the story building off of that relationship stacked yeah. on top of, basically all of his guilt from all of the previous games that he's trying to cope with. And now he has to deal with something and, and that's like equally as important, for, not pay for, but amend, right? Like he's trying right. to change his ways, which is what he says. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say this cause this is, uh, this is not a spoiler anymore. It's been four years, but like, and <laughs> like the, in, in like the penalty, the, the, the final fight when, when Kratos is fighting Balder in the first game, he, you know, through, Traditional Norse mythology, from what I understand, is that Baldur was was given a spell by his mother, Freya, that nothing could harm him except for I think it was. Uh, oh, my God, it's it's black. It, it, it's blacking out for me right now. Baldur weakness uh, mistletoe mistletoe as it was considered to be like a. Uh, in terms of, you know, how Norse mythology is, right? Everything's worded kind of weird. But like mistletoe was essentially to be considered like a baby plant at, at its time. It wasn't fully grown. So what happens in the game is that one of Atreus's arrows is a mistletoe arrow. And it hits when when Baldur hits Atreus, he actually gets he punches and hits the mistletoe arrow. So it takes away his invulnerability. So then Kratos and him have a really big fight. You know, it's really epic. And and when Kratos is winning and he's about to kill Baldur's about to kill his mom and Kratos stops him. And yep. right before he snaps his neck, he says, we must be better than this, which I think really shows, like you said, he's atoning for these past three games where all he's done is just cut through everything, you know? Well, and I think the thing, too, that he tried at all costs to not kill him. And you have yeah. so many interactions where you're beating the shit out of him, but you're not really aiming to kill him. You're more just trying to tell him to fuck off and let you and your son do your own fucking mission. And he just keeps becoming an antagonist. And to yeah. your point, that saying is kind of him saying like, Boulder is very much like him from the previous games. And 
he right he, sees he himself knows, in him. yeah and he sees how much destruction he's already caused and if he lets this dude live he's just gonna do the same shit he was and, about to kill his own mom yeah you know, and, like and after yeah well that's because he found out his mom was being sus but i digress <laughs> <laughs> sussy yeah, sussy, sussy witchcraft on you and, and cursing your child, but whatever. Um, right, and, and she obviously is trying to do it for the right reasons, but it's not. She's her like the to make. overbearing mother, but when you're an overbearing yeah, mother with godly powers, Jesus Christ, that becomes a uh, kind of crazy, huh? And you couldn't even kill yourself. <laughs> exactly, wake up, bro. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, yeah. oh my god, I can't. I literally can't escape this no matter what I do. But yeah, yeah. And so like he just realized, no matter what, there's no talking him down. He needs to go because he's going to cause as much havoc as Kratos caused in the past. And he just wants that to stop forever between all the gods. Right. And that's the funny thing, right, is that he is if if, if you, you would be mistaken for thinking that Kratos wants to be an arbiter of peace. Right. You know? He's because he, he has he his own legitimately. He, he legitimately wants people, I think, especially the gods, because he's so jaded by godhood as being one himself along with having to deal with all the gods he's dealt with previously in an entirely different pantheon. He looks at, I think he looks at, I mean, and it's true. He does it in the first game in 2018. And I'm sure he does in this one, especially because he encounters, I believe more in this one than he does in the first. Um, You know, he certainly looks at it from a perspective of, you know, I don't trust any of you because I know exactly how you are because not only am I you, but I slaughtered an entirely different group of you type of people <laughs> for, you know, for my own reasons, you know, depending on what they were. And not to mention, yeah, he literally went right. through his entire lineage and just slaughtered them one by one. And any God who tried to stop him on the way. Yeah, exactly. And, and that that's kind of another thing, right? I mean, Kratos is defined by patricide. He's killed his father and. And I think that was the curse was that it's that's a cycle that will continue. Right. So that's what a lot oh my of people God, do you think this is Kratos's last game and his son will kill him? No, no, I don't think that's I think it'll happen. happen. I did not yet. So, well, I that's think... the thing, though, is that this is the last <coughs> game in this specific pantheon. This is yes. the last Norse game. So here's here's my assumption of what will probably happen. They will end it here. And a new series will emerge, and it is with Loki being probably between the age of like seventeen to twenty-five, around Boulder's age, probably of like like looking age, maybe like thirties, and probably having some disgruntled dropout with his father, and must meet him again. And you will have to do the dirty deed of ending your father, and then he will continue the lineage of the franchise again. See, that's a, that's I, I can see. Part of me can see that, but I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's, I think there's too much. It love might there. not be that cut and dry, but I'm saying like that's the bare bones, right? Like that would be like the kind of like pathway, because that would follow the curse. That would follow the lore correctly. They can put right. twists and turns in there, but I feel like that would be like the bare bones structuring to get us into why Atreus is important. Sure, and I, but I also think too with that, right? I think that it's, I think that with how they set up. It's difficult. They really set up with that with the end of that first game, right? It's a very poignant ending. It's it's very defined. Some it's it's very positive for for Kratos and Atreus, but it's it's you know immediately you know marked by the the arrival of you know his you know Baldur's brother. Well, here's a question for you, the entire fan. 
do you think they yeah. would go the direction of essentially figuring out a way to finagle Atreus and Kratos breaking that curse, essentially? That's my hope, just because I think it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and hilariously, as someone whose favorite game is The Last of Us Part Two, I really like happy endings. How do you think they'd continue it? Neither though? of those games have. So that's the thing, is I think that there's going to be something... So time is clearly manipulated in this in this world because of right, they're going how to do things have portals happened. and shit and exactly because of how things have transpired without the typical appearance of Loki, who influences a lot of things. Um, like for instance, I believe Loki influences the fight between the World Serpent and Thor. But when you play God of War twenty eighteen, they've already had that fight. So I think there's going to be some sort of manipulation of time where where, uh, you know, like Loki essentially gets Kratos out of this world. Okay. And and he just ends up somewhere else. But the, but then think about it from this. Basically, he's going to Thanos. His dad is what you're telling me. Where like he's going to flick his snap fingers him. and he's yep. just a crop farmer on the deserted island is what you're telling me i please please uh do that santa monica could we just when you snap that when you snap kratos out of this world just put him in like the dust bowl in the 30s put him in i just want to see how he does it put him in dune put him in dune yeah there you go that'll satisfy oh my god could you imagine nick would cream his jeans yeah thank you i you don't don't tell me that wouldn't be cool i mean that'd be interesting i don't think i don't know i mean I, I think like the only thing gets swallowed and then cut his way out. Gears of War out of style. The, out of out of the worm. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I'd, I'd, I'd pay for that. I'd pay for just a little trailer. <laughs> yeah, just like a little CGI, like three minutes short. Oh my god. Oh yeah, dude. I okay. I, all right. I'm oh, yeah, you're that. on board. Oh yeah. Yeah, now I'm on board. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have, have you know, a new timeline. <laughs> they have to imagine that split. But yeah, I think that it's going to be something a bit more positive while also still being. I mean. I think it's they're going to give you some grief. They they like franchises they like have this to. when you when people and fans are so heavily invested, they've got to at least give you some moment if it's they not the hurt final you a moment but some moment that just hurts you a little bit, yeah. They got to they got to hurt you a bit and I think also with that, you know, like it's difficult because you have to and and we saw this a couple you know, a couple years ago with with uh, another popular PlayStation title that it's pretty difficult depending on your fan base how you're going to give them that grief and if they think it's warranted um you know uh, as an example right last of us part two they killed joel within an hour and a half of you starting the game and everybody oh, thought it was gonna dog. be dog it's been two years you haven't played it yet yeah, yeah. No, i actually haven't and i really want to but i'm not a, i don't care if people spoil it but, you know. So, but for instance, right, and and this is something I could kind of relate, but I also, you know, I I was expecting it. Um, The first trailer they showed of that game, you know, Ellie basically says, I'm going to kill them all. And her hands are covered in blood. And Joel's asking her, like, what do you want to do, kiddo? Um, Well, you saying that really does kind of surprise me that you said that, because I did not know that just genuinely. But it surprises me because all of I remember seeing all the trailers being so hyped for the trailers and almost all of the trailers included him giving you the assumption that you were going to probably he was going to be around. I thought that he might die at some point, of course, but I assumed that he would be, you know, maybe his the ending of the game would be his tragic ending. So you to tell me that the first 30 minutes of a 
game that yeah. is a generally very long campaign and he dies is the equivalent of like killing a character it's, off in a movie within the first 15 minutes, five minutes. Like what? Yeah. The fuck? It's the, it's the thing that kicks it all off. And then, and that's, and that's done very well, I think. And I, I think people really didn't want to give it a chance because they, they were under that assumption, right. Of it's going to be, you know, Joel and Ellie the second adventure, right? Yes. Um, that's what and, I was and, kind of under. And, and while he's not in the game in present time after that period, there are several flashbacks that kind of, show him with ellie as ellie kind of discovers the events of the first oh i'm sure that, i don't doubt that that like that for me doesn't ruin the game by any means and just sure it, it just like kind of comes to a shock to me because of his integral role in the game oh yeah no definitely and i can understand where people i guess maybe were a bit frustrated i had a buddy who was who really hated that decision um and and this is you know me coming from a fan of not only the franchise but specifically of joel uh for for him in the first game and everything he does uh, you know, I understood it because it's it's rough, and I think that that's. I don't that's know the point if, though. At the end of the I don't day, know right? if God of War is going to go that rough. I don't think I'm going to hit you with a real zinger. Ready for the a possible sure. really cool idea they could do. Massive sure. Mass Effect. This. Hear me out. The next okay. game they release, you have a choice to kill Kratos as Atreus or not. And depending okay. on what that choice you make is, the following game then determines the outcome of that game. Play. I mean, that's interesting. Um, I I wouldn't see that's that's one thing that I think Mass Effect has always done really well that I I like that other games don't kind of follow. Um, is I, I like feel like if they did it as a one-time thing, though, because, like, you know, Mass yeah. Effect was all about, like, game after game, and it constantly evolved. Like, if you did it just for that one change, because it would give you that, like, complete outlook on how Norse history physically would change as well with that decision being made. Because him making that decision with his father was a powerful decision that, like, fucked up the entire, like, ecosystem of gods. So what would happen when the guy who did that dies? The guy who ran around terrorizing everyone. <laughs> right. No, I see, I see what you mean. Um, I don't know. I don't think they'd give us that choice because Sony, Sony Santa Monica, just like Naughty Dog, they create these stories for us. Um, and I don't That's think fair, they'd yeah. give that option. I don't think they'd give that option. And I'm, I'm personally fine with that. Like, I know a lot of people, or at least a good, a good portion of people, might want games like Fallout and Mass Effect where you can influence the story and kind of not every game should be like that. There's good, not every game should be like that. But I'm a fan of those games. I'm a fan of all the Mass Effects. I'm a fan of uh, of three New Vegas four. I'm a fan of of those, and I really like the choices that they give you um, throughout it. And I think Mass Effect did a very good job of you know. I mean, Mass Effect was in a way though, right? There's grief involved in it. But it's it's this very still actiony kind of story, you know. You you are one man that's taking on an alien race multiple times, and you're winning more often than you know. Like the canon yeah. endings usually is you win with everybody yep. with on your side essentially making it out. Yep. Um, and I and I like though that so like I said earlier, I don't think that God of War Ragnarok is going to give us the same kind of grief that part two for last of us would but then it also depends on your relationship to the franchise i grew up when i was 13 the first game came out so i was the same age roughly as ellie and then i grew up and i'm 20 i was 21 when the game came out and uh, the second one came out and she was like 21 20 you know so it was very much like a time span had the hots yeah i got you no that's not what i'm no you are trying to get me in trouble (laughs) 
<laughs> trying to get me in trouble. Absolutely not. No, but I, I think she's a great character. And I think. No, I see. You can bond with her. Yeah. She's really hurt. And I think that I'd say that probably for if you take 2018 God of War and Last of Us 1, they're very much completely different on the scales of how painful the worlds are. Right. Like, but then again, right, you're also talking about Norse mythology and like a post-apocalyptic world that's been ravaged by a, a virus. A, a fungal virus, yeah. Yeah, so it's different. But um, no, I, I think that I think that God of War Ragnarok is going to give us some grief. I don't know how, I don't know how bad I'm going to think of it though. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I, like, I don't know how much it's going to hurt me because I don't I don't know if I'm really as I'm invested, but I'm not as invested to the point like like if if somebody major in that game dies, I don't think I'm going to cry. You know, I don't think I'm even going to tear. I'm gonna be like, oh shit, that's crazy. But when, like when Joel died, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty fucking sad." You know, like I don't know how I feel fun. about this. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, yeah, I'm so interested yeah. to see where they take it. I, are you going to be live streaming to us or no? Sadly, I will not be able to, as I forgot the Elgato at home. Oh, someone's so. going to lose their mind. Someone is going to lose their mind, but that's just that's just how it be. Um, I think though that, and I talked to Nick about this actually today. Uh, that it's probably best for me not to stream it on my first playthrough because I'm going to want to be able to focus on it a lot and not have to, you know, chat with everybody and That's be in Discord, fair. whatever, you know, I'm going to want to just be able to kind of sink in and enjoy it. I would honestly, like, personally, like, I mean, I understand it completely, but personally, like, if it was just me there, like, I would just, like, if you were like, I'm going to deafen myself now, I'd just be like, okay. <laughs> like, right, undeafen yeah. when you let me know that you're taking a break and I'll just watch. Yeah, right. And that's And that's something as well, too, right, that I think that would be kind of cool is to have a whole bunch of people in the Discord or in Twitch watching and nobody communicating because they're all watching it like a movie. Right. And, and there's, I mean, cool. there's only some games that you can do that. And I think God of War is one of those. I mean, you could not do that with like Rocket League or Call of Duty. Those right. Yeah. League. Oh, absolutely. You could not. Yeah. No, but, they're not as engaging in that. Or like sense. even like Overwatch. But yeah, like Last of Us and God of War and franchises like that, like where it's just heavy storytelling or great to just watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be a lot of fun um, to do oh, eventually, and I'll probably do play. it. I'm so excited to play, dude. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it kind of really covers it for me. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't really have much to say because I, I don't want to say much more. The only thing left to say is I'll see how it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, that's that's what I'm going to be doing. I'll see how it is. So I guess as we wrap up here, uh, thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, Again, WASD and Beyond is a part of the Spawn Camp uh, Network, which houses our show along with Diggity Podcast, which is a gaming news, uh, current events type show uh, hosted by Jeff and Broby. Um, there's OBO, which is, uh, you know, kind of just like jackass if it were a podcast, just bringing up the worst topics we can come up with in our takes on them. We've got a couple ideas for next episode. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, we have Build Bros, which is uh, hosted by, let me get the names right here. Uh, you, Logan, yes, Alex, yes. Lewis, mm-hmm. and Copley, right? Mm-hmm. Not missing anybody? I don't think nope. I am. You got it. Um, you guys are fantastic. I love playing games with you guys. Uh, I'm not an anime guy. Maybe you'll be able to get me on that side once. Uh, yeah, we have to find Maybe. something. We have to find something that's like, because you're probably very similar to my girlfriend, and I've gotten my girlfriend to a couple of animes, but she's very specific, and I am as well. But she's definitely pickier. But I can definitely see like you watching something that's towards more realism. 
Um, Definitely. Not the stupid fantasy. Not saying it's stupid personally, but like I like that's kind of how you view it. So like I would not waste time boring you with it. Um, Can't cannot do it. Maybe in the future we'll find something. There's some cool stuff out there that's just like doesn't it's not glamorous or like supposed to be all cool and make believe it's just like it's gritty and it sucks and it's really fucking gruesome and the only thing about it is that they just decided to draw it (laughs) there you go that's that's mine uh that's my show right there but uh yeah so please be sure to check out all these guys you can find us on on twitter and instagram beyond wasd wasd uh beyond or wasd beyond podcast um you can find our link tree there where you can join the discord you should absolutely do that we have you know all manner of things right we got video game chats tv chats movie chats we have everything uh, post your, we have post your collections everything. show uh, yeah tell us your music taste food workout fo- uh photography workout yeah everything on top Pro- of playing if you want to promote any of your own stuff if you have exactly stuff you sell or make or do then you can promote it there you can promote your own socials and your live absolutely. streams and anything you want absolutely and and of course uh this show is sponsored by final boss and doc Longy. please go check them out for all your amazing uh clothing needs seriously i love a lot of their i love a lot of uh, final boss clothing that i have from from nick I, I think a lot of it's nice i need to get some stuff from doc Longy. nick has not even offered it to me yet i need to i need to kind of beat him up over that one but uh yeah i want to pick i would i missed out on the um the gta merch and every day i regret it oh dude i think i got something from there i can't remember that long sleeve was really fucking tight i cannot i have to check i have to check uh Logan, um, do you want to yeah for sure so um like i said in the beginning um my username on instagram and basically my only social media for me is zealoushanger.us and then of course our podcast that uh evan had brought up is bill bros underscore us on instagram and then we have all of our socials tied to wasd and spawn camp on the same platform uh you can find our sponsors everything panda hobbies on their website everythingpandahobbies.com with our bill bros four code for 10 percent off i believe and then we also are sponsored by Usagi Boots, which is very similar to Doc Longy. And I always forget, you know, they're a Final Boss. I, and I, I, I know it's funny. I always forget his name is Final Boss. And the way I remember it is because I know his name's Eric. It's just Final <laughs> Boss Eric. It's so stupid. I'm so dumb. Anyway, he made, <laughs> anyway. Usagi Boots makes similar merch, but more anime related. So if that's your thing, go and take a look at his social medias. And he's linked to our stuff as well. Definitely. Absolutely do that. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.